It's one yeah. of the, it's an iconic scene in movie history, yeah. I think. Oh, it is. And that little alien just like going, eh, just yeah. bolting out. Yeah. And it's like, wait, shouldn't we have grabbed it? <laughs> that would be an opportune time. <laughs> Welcome to Pulp Fliction, the top five edition of our podcast. This is the show where we count down a top five. It could be anything, actors, movies, horror movies. And this week, in honor of the Bates Motel season finale, and in our other podcast reviewing Psycho, the classic Hitchcock masterpiece with the most iconic horror movie scene of all time, the shower scene, we've decided to count down our personal favorite top five horror movie scenes. Now, before we jump into the list, I know I have a stipulation, and it's a pretty big one. For me personally, I am not including Nightmare on Elm Street, Psycho, or The Shining in my list. And the reason being because I have mentioned those three movies so much in our podcast because they those three transcend just horror movies for me, and they're three of my favorite movies of all time, so I feel like I've talked about them at length. So because I want to talk about some other horror movies, I'm not including those three in my list, because that would be three of my five. I think that's good. Um, we don't often mention other podcasts. Uh, Film Spotting is a podcast I listen to quite a bit. And they actually have a oh a pantheon that they have to put their, their classics into to, so they can quit talking about them. Oh, that's smart. Now, I don't ever want to do that, because right. there's just too many times I love talking about my favorite movies. Right, yeah, exactly. Um, like, if I couldn't talk about The Godfather anymore, that would suck. But at some point, like if it's making everyone on the list, and then I'm kind of like, well, you're kind right. of cool to talk about something else. Right. So I think our stipulations work because right. it's like, you know what? I'm going to, like for me, Alien is going to sit this one out. Right. You know, the scene, the, the chest bursting scene. Wait, you like Alien? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. I, I love Alien. And that chest bursting scene is just classic. Yeah. And I mean, there's some other cool scenes in that movie, too. Heck, there's some cool movies in the second movie, but I'm not going to talk about either one of them. Right. And really, for me, also, horror is such a limited list for me to talk about. Um, so, Not me. I, I thought of, seriously, I thought of like 25 off the top of my head. Well, so you're going to, basically, so to the listeners out there, you're probably going to hear movies I've listed before, just mm -hmm. because there's not a lot of horror movies that I've seen. Right. It's not, it's, it's my least favorite genre. What so. about you, Rachel? Do you have any stipulations at all? Not really. Just going to roll with Just, it? Uh, yeah. Some of these movies I've talked about before, but I don't feel like I've talked about them at length. They've been brought up before, right. but I don't feel like I've really had a say on them yet. So I was fine including them. Okay. Let's just jump into our top fives then. Rachel, what is your number Whoa, five? <laughs> I get to go first. Crazy. Well, uh, yeah, I'm, going, I'm going clockwise. This what if like one day, Rachel, I just go, no, 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 Brandon. Oh, that would totally throw me for a loop. <laughs> I wouldn't even know what to do. You wouldn't know what number it was ever. Uh. Uh. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> uh, my number five is Suspiria. Oh, good movie. Which I think I've mentioned before, but haven't talked about at length. But um, it's it's the initial death scene, which I think stands out the most when you For i'm sure. guessing if you put suspiria and most of the images are going to be from that Should initial death scene real yes. quickly say are there possibly going to be some spoilers tonight oh there'll definitely be yeah. spoilers I've, i yeah, would say call. there's a possibility of that uh we'll do our best to not 
spoil it oh, too we're bad. Work away, work work around as much as possible. But uh, there's a good chance. There's a death happen. in Suspiria, guys. Yeah. Well, <laughs> someone died is, in a horror movie. <laughs> this one is the opening death, though. It is Suspiria the is death. a classic. It's the Dario Argentino uh, uh, Italian uh, movie about. Yeah. I didn't know if I should say it or not. But <laughs> Sorry, that actually was a twist. Wait, wait, that actually is a twist. <laughs> I just ruined the movie for you everybody. Did. Actually, you might want to edit that, that out. out. But yeah, edit that out because just, that's like that is the entire even, twist. Of yeah, the movie. you don't find that until like ten minutes left in the movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> or I could just We're gonna out. do our best to <laughs> yeah. work around spoilers. That movie's about. A <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> All right, off to a great start. Doing real good. Uh, it's about a newcomer to a fancy ballet academy gradually coming to realize that the school is a front for something more sinister and supernatural amidst a series of grisly murders. And they are grisly. Yeah. They are quite grisly. But this movie is beautiful. <laughs> like, wow. It is. It, it's, it may be like the, <laughs> Just like that. It may, be, it may be like the most artsy of all. One of the more artsy. It's definitely one of the more movie. artsy horror movies, and I didn't see it until I don't know, maybe like five or six years ago, and was. But Brandon saw it in 1977. Most likely, <laughs> when I was one. Oh, okay. So he's so oh, he I says. Bet. Yeah, so oh, it's scared the crap out of me. <laughs> uh, but I remember watching it and just being, even seeing it, thirty years later, being blown away by how beautiful it was and how gruesome it was. And jarring, and the twist being so shocking. So, anyways, <laughs> that that death scene at the beginning—if you've seen Suspiria, makes perfect sense why that one would stand out. But if you haven't, I do suggest watching Suspiria, even for Jacob, who doesn't like gruesome movies. But it is beautiful, and it's very well made. So, if you can appreciate that kind of thing, even if you're not into horror movies, I think you would. This might be the movie that was on our pretty movie list. I believe that it probably was because yeah, it's you have had a gorgeous. It's gorgeous. It's either I that or a it. horror movies. Yeah, and the score is great too. The, the score, score is, is really, really, really good. good. Uh, but that particular scene is cool because you know it starts the it starts off the movie, so it starts off with a bang, and then really kind of slows down quite a bit for a while. The movie does it does as it sets up the the plot and the story and the characters, and doesn't get kind of like grisly again until the last third of the movie, probably. But man, it really opens up really, really well with that. Uh, opening death scene agreed it's a really good attention grabber that's for sure uh jacob what is your number five favorite horror movie scene of all time i feel like i've talked about this movie but i mean it's i have the ring i had the scene where she's calling out of the uh that hey out of the uh, tv screen that it, that scene scared the it, right yes. so we, we <laughs> there's so much that happens good, in good the ring that is just unnerving that's a word we use commonly with this movie yeah, uh, the the videotape in itself, yeah, is you disturbing. That. But I think the part where I was basically crawling backwards in my chair was when she was crawling forward from the television yeah. set oh, at the uh, end of the movie. And um, f- screw it, I'm just no. Gonna but that's not, talk you were about go, it. that was going so well. That sounded so <laughs> cool the way you, you described it. No, it it is freaky deaky i will never forget being in a movie theater that was one of the best reactions i've ever had from an audience and rachel was with me because that's back when we hung out with like 20 people every weekend mm-hmm. and so there's a group of literally like 20 of us that saw this movie together it's a packed movie theater opening night 
and like people were losing their shit during yeah. this. Oh, scene. my girlfriend. <laughs> I was me. included. Yeah, <laughs> my <laughs> girlfriend asked me to leave the theater. Yeah, so. uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, like audible gasps all around the theater when she was crawling out, and and it's funny because you saw her going from the well and coming towards, the, and like it's getting more and more unnerving, more and more unnerving as she gets closer, as she gets closer. And then when you see her actually... She came out of the fucking screen. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it was terrifying. I do not get freaked out in movies. I just don't. I'm not... I don't do jump scares. I... I... You can ask Brandon. I hardly ever jump at anything. But The Ring is freaking freaky. And I hated that. I hated and loved it all at the same time. But I don't think I've rewatched The Ring because it really messed with me, especially that scene. Oh, that scene. So it's... It's... She's a creepy-looking character anyways, and the sense of dread that had led up to this point and how she moved and, and the way she looked, and she was really pretty still before this, and we had all this visual, this imagery of the well and all those things, and to see it all build up to this point to where she's crawling out of the screen... Uh, yeah, so creepy. <laughs> She's actually kind of hot now. Though. Well, Have okay, seen her there recently? she is. Okay, so the the actress is uh, Devay Chase, and I've seen yeah. her in Samara. Um, She's kind of hot now. So she was in she was in Big Love. Wait, how old is she? She's okay. She's oh, that's the same girl. That's that the girl who was in Big Love. Whoa, and she's in a couple other movies as well. But you know, but she grew up. Well, now that she's not scary as Samaria anymore, yeah, uh, she's she actually does other movies. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's her name? Uh, I don't know the actress's name. Y'all might the who played Reagan. She oh, was uh, only ever known as Reagan. Yeah, Linda but, uh, Linda uh, Blair. Right? Yeah, Linda Blair. Linda Blair. That's Linda what Blair. I said. Did you? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure what we were getting at. Oh, but Linda Blair was, you know, always thought as as Reagan for the rest of her life, and basically Devay. I don't know. It's it's not it's not quite the same because I don't know. The Ring had a big impact in pop culture at the time. Oh, it did just Absolutely. as much as The Exorcist huge... did. But I don't know when you're when you're that scary. Well, I guess when the story is that darn good, you'll just be known as that character yeah, for the rest and, of your and life. And she was so creepy. I mean, there's. And and apparently she's done other things, but you know nothing that we know her, the actress from. Really, everybody knows Samara though, and everybody knows her crawling out of the TV screen <laughs> and the hair in front of her eyes and yeah. all that. So, like nobody Dripping can forget all the, that. The water all over the floor oh, and that, so, that yeah. dude's face. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's good. My number five. My number five favorite horror movie scene of all time. I know that Jacob hasn't seen this one, and he never will. Uh, <laughs> Doesn't that apply to most of this list? Though? And I and I do not care. Is <laughs> from is from the other uh, part of the world that does horror really really well. Asia uh, audition the movie audition. <laughs> yes, yes. If you see an audition, I don't even have to tell you what scene. Uh, it's just as ra- you just have to hear what Rachel just said, and it will bring back, and you'll get the the shivers. Uh, there so you go. So disturbing. Yeah, it's uh, oh. this movie made. Yeah, it's from Japan, made in 1999. It's basically about this widower who uh, auditions girls to be like his girlfriend or his new wife, and so this one chick is into him and she's into him, but she's kind of waiting on him to call. 
Which which leads to another really really freaky oh scene gosh. when the, there's a bag and a telephone and that's all I got to say. If you've seen the audition, I don't want to. There was an Gavin. audible gasp. Yes, but anyways, so some crap goes down and he ends up kind of treating her like crap. Well, she doesn't take too kindly to that, so she <laughs> ends up basically capturing him at the end, and it, and it's torture. But you know, most torture like saw or hostile. It's just gross out torture. It's not that kind of torture. It's not. It's like psychological. Like, worse. oh my gosh, this is messed up. It's worse than this that. Seems like somehow. what would really happen. Like basically, she's like she has this wire and she's like cutting through his bones with wire. She's got him taped down. But then the freakiest part, she's got this needle, and she's just like she's going through his eye. And she keeps going. Watch Brandon do it. And what's so creepy is she's getting so much joy. She's out enjoying of it. it. She's so she, happy. She loves it so much. And I mean, the dude is like losing his limbs and being poked in the eyeball. It is so disturbing, so unnerving, but so unforgettable. Uh, it, Absolutely, it's it an honorable mention most, for me. It was one of the first ones I thought of, though, for sure. Yeah, it, it sticks with you more than almost any other scene. And, and critics love this movie. I mean, it's 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 a big uh, cult classic that's really I, well, well regarded. For some reason, I'm thinking of um, the movie The Skin I Live In with Antonio Banderas. And uh, I was just sitting there going, he got some pleasure out of that, too. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, Sorry, uh, that's a random Yeah, no, but that's comment. true. Audition is definitely worth watching. You know, like what's funny about this movie is it's a two hour long movie and really like the first hour is like kind of just a drama romance, really. But man it, it, when it turns, it turns quick. It does. I'd highly recommend it if you've got a good stomach. I also say the last thing I'll say about uh, there is a really big gross out though. Do you remember she licks up the vomit? Mm-hmm. Ugh. That was actually vomit. I think we should just yeah. spoil the heck out of these, and we'll, and I'll, at the end of this, we'll record that. Hey, we have to spoil. Okay, okay, yeah, let's do that. All right, uh, it's a really disturbing ass movie that's worth watching. <laughs> it is a disturbing ass movie, <laughs> very disturbing ass. Uh, but that torture scene, man. <laughs> Rachel, your number four favorite horror movie scene of all time. What's in the box? Oh, that's a great choice. What's in the box? So you don't know seven? Yeah, from right. seven. Brad Pitt, what's in the box? Oh, that's a great scene. What's in the box? <laughs> Why is yours Italian? What's in the box? Oh, what's in the it's box? It's me, Mario. Don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pasta. What's in it's the a box? pasta. Take the cannoli. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't... I don't Know that I especially consider Seven a horror movie, but it's definitely uh, it, it, it will qualify no, it qualifies. without a doubt. Actually, I'm kind of disappointed I didn't have it on my honorable mentions. Well, yeah, see, it's listed as a crime drama mystery, which is what I would consider it more than a horror. Yeah, but, well, this is a pretty um, darn disturbing. It is disturbing, which those. is why I felt like it, it passed. Seven is one of my favorite movies, though. It's just so well done, and there's so many things about it that are incredibly messed up. But like sloth, that scene. I almost had sloth oh, as my scene. Two- so wait, which scene is your scene? The box scene? Yeah, what's in the box? What's in the box? Okay. Well, because yeah. I would go with the sloth, sloth scene. Yeah. Oh, when you find out, like he's as, not actually when dead. he's not actually dead. When oh. the cop leans over, and he's he like, over. "You deserved it," and then you find out he's alive. Oh. <laughs> I almost had that scene. Yeah, but I I didn't see. I mean, like, I figured out what was in the box before we found out what was in the box, but not yeah. long before that. No. I mean, that twist is so, so it's good. It's a great twist. 
and and so tragic and definitely well played by Kevin Spacey and Brad Pitt. Yeah, um, and Morgan Freeman, and Morgan Freeman as well. He had yes. to be the the strong, sensible one. It didn't work out, but he tried. But he he did try. Put the gun I down. saw you with the box. What was in the box? Because I envy your normal life. Put the gun down, baby. It seems that envy is my sin. Oh, what's in the box? Not till you give me the what's gun. What's in the fucking box? Give me the gun. He just told you. You lie! You're a fucking liar! Shut up! That's what he wants. He, wa- he wants you to shoot him. No! No! You tell me. You tell me. That's not true. That's not true. Become vengeance, dude. Nah, oh, she's all right. You tell me. Become Wrath. Tell me she's all right! She made her a suspect, David. No! Just throw it all away, you know? No! She begged for her life, Detective. Shut up! She begged for her life. Shut up. And for the life of the baby inside of her. Shut up! Was a very good villain. He's he was a great, a great villain. villain. He was, and that scene really is good. The, the twist of it, uh, I was shocked. Like, like, yes, I also figured it out. I figured it then, out probably like thirty but then seconds also, like, before. Once you figure out, like, no, don't kill him. That's what he wants. Don't do it. It completes his. Don't do it. You know, I don't know if you guys know this, but the movie studio wanted to change the ending to where it wasn't. It, it was either to where Gwyneth Paltrow's head wasn't in there, like it wasn't. Either that or Brad Pitt didn't shoot Kevin Spacey. I think that's what it was. I think the movie studio didn't want him to shoot him because it made him look less heroic or whatever. And Brad Pitt refused to do but the movie. But that was the point. Unless, right, exactly. And Brad Pitt refused to do the movie unless. Yeah, that would have ruined the entire was. movie. Yeah, that was the point. Yeah, it was the. Yeah. Agreed. And I'm glad he didn't. Because they, they wouldn't even be able to have Envy or Wrath. Right. If they was, didn't cut off It her was head. both. Yeah. So. Yep. It was Her just pretty little head. Yeah. yeah, we talk about Kevin Spacey a lot in the '90s, and this is just one one of those one of those six movies that he was just oh, awesome. he was, yeah, he was on the tear in the '90s. I'm glad you. It, it's on my honorable mentions. That scene was. Uh, I can't believe some people forgot that one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Jacob, your number four favorite horror movie scene of all time. Um, it is falling into the mud pit pool and poltergeist. That's okay. a great yeah. choice. Yes. Uh, I think there's a lot of great iconic scenes in Poltergeist, whether the guy's peeling his face off in the mirror. Honorable mention, uh, Clown. Oh, God, the clown. That's yeah. a great one. Yeah. Shoot, even opening up the, the closet door and Satan, the form of Satan, that yes. form of Satan coming out. I mean, the, the clown scene was an honorable mention for me as well. <laughs> but, I mean, as a kid, this is what I have to think of for scary movies, though. Uh, that was that just scared the crap out of me because you fall into a pool with a bunch of corpses. Yeah, dude. A mud pit with a bunch yeah. of corpses. So she she's sliding to get out. Mm-hmm. She's, she's after your brother's away. being eaten by a tree. Yeah, there's exactly. nothing's yeah. going right. Yeah, yeah. Her, her, her son's <laughs> eaten by a tree. Her daughter's uh, in the spiritual area. It's just uh, it was a complete disaster, and she was almost raped by the devil. So yeah, it was a lot of bummer things. Pretty happening. bad day. <laughs> <laughs> I always say the the greatest things about Poltergeist. I mean, it's rare that I like horror films, but I love Poltergeist. Um, and yes, it's a Spielberg movie. It's a, he's, he produced it, but whatever. It's um, it's still very freaky. I think. It's, I mean, I think it's a uh, fun movie, and that scene in particular has always disturbed me. 
Oh, that I I uh, wanted to include that clown scene, but but really there is a few scenes from Poltergeist. I didn't even that, think about the clown, but I'm not clowns. scared of clowns like some people. I'm are, not really but that either. Was freaky. But yeah, that clown, really, but it was super. That freaky. clown was freaky. <laughs> yeah, and then the whole tree scene was pretty. Yeah, the, just, the, it's, it's horrifying the thought of getting attacked and eaten by a tree. Yeah, yeah. that kind and, of a tree concept, we usually see in like Tim Burton movies. Yeah, <laughs> and the concept would be kind of like cheesy or campy. Yes, but they somehow made a tree actually seriously really freaky. Yeah, no, Poltergeist is a great, great movie. Uh, one of the best horror movies of all time. My number... They're here. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would have done that with an Italian accent. Uh, uh, my... And Mario. <laughs> hey, hey, your mama. They're here. <laughs> my, my number four favorite horror movie scene of all time is from 1979's When a Stranger Calls. Now, this movie kind of sucks, but the first, well, it, it doesn't suck. It's just okay. But the first 10 to 15 minutes of it is some of the best horror you'll see. Now, since this movie, this premise and this setup has happened quite a bit, but this is one that first did it. This is the one where a babysitter is watching the kids, a babysitter played by Carol Kane. She's watching uh, kids, and she gets a phone call first from her boyfriend. Then she gets another call, and it's someone saying, have you checked on the children? Okay, that's freaking creepy. Uh, he calls back. He keeps harassing her, and he keeps saying, have you checked on the children? And the and the suspense, the way it's filmed and all that stuff. And, Did he and ask this, her what, if she liked scary movies? This scene inspired that scream opening. Uh, well, that's the first uh, thing I thought of, so that uh, makes sense. It really did, as well as a lot of openings. But it it really gets super freaky when... She's getting really scared at this point. She calls the police to report it. And so they do a scan on the phone call or whatever. And they call her back and tell her that the phone call is coming from inside the house. Oh, super freaky. Are you sure this isn't Scream? Yeah, no, it's, it's 1979. <laughs> 16 years before Scream. This is the one that you did know, it first. You know, when Brandon was 20. Yeah, yeah. Right. So this is the one he that was, did it first. And old. it does it. So effectively, it's so freaking scary and creepy. I remember the first time I saw it, how terrifying it was. And the rest of the movie kind of ends up being kind of a chase thriller, whatever. But those first 15 minutes or so, yeah, it kind of becomes more of a crime drama. But the first 15 minutes are really terrifying. You really scared me. That's what you wanted. Is that what you wanted? No. What do you want? Your blood all over me. You don't know who I am or, or where I live. And Dr. Mandrakis will take me home or maybe even the police. Call the police. I, wa I want to talk to you.
Sergeant Sacker, listen to me. We've traced a call. It's coming from inside the house. Got a squad car's on the way over there right now. Just get out of that house. And really, I mean, it really did inspire a lot of the same type of scenes later on. Actually, what's funny is opening of Scream uh, was when I was having a hard time between going between that and audition for my So basically five. the, oh, I was going to say, so basically the same scene was in contention. Oh, uh, yeah. It was almost my number five. So the same scene would have been four and five. That scene, that opening scene in Scream is also my uh, honorable mention. Is it? Yeah. yeah, it's so good. Rachel, your number three favorite horror movie scene of all time. Crazy enough, it's from Psycho. And we briefly talked about it in the Psycho podcast, but let's bring it up again. Let's I thought it. it was super creepy when we see, when we have the reveal of who Mother really is, which is when Norman comes to the door and you actually see him with that super psycho crazy face. Yeah. And the the, the detective, is he the detective that tackles him? No, it's Sam. It's Sam, it's Sam yeah. Okay. The boyfriend. The boyfriend, the boyfriend yeah. tackles him um, before he can actually hurt the sister, but. Just that face is so creepy because until that point you see like aerial shot, you see the top of his head, but you don't, it's not the reveal. So you don't know that it's really Norman until that moment. And his face is so, so perfect and so creepy. Plus the Norman we have for that whole movie is this this nice, innocent guy. Right. Right. So that's the first time we see him in that getup. And right before that, you know, she was in the house. And we get that moment of realization that, that Norman realizes that he's been set up by Sam. He's distracting her while she goes into the house. And so you know that Norman's coming into the house looking for her. Right. And she goes down to the fruit cellar, which is where you know Norman put her dead body. Right. And so – but you didn't know it was a dead body at this point. Well, people in 1960 didn't know. Well, yeah. You thought he just put her down put there. Put his mother in the, her down the there. Yeah. 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 And so she goes down the cellar and it's like this kind of slow tracking and – she goes over to the uh, the recliner or the little rocking chair where she's sitting. And she's like, you know, Mrs. Bates or whatever. And she turns around, and it's, of course, the, the rotted dead body, which is creepy enough. And then you have Norman walk through with that creepy, creepy, psychotic face. Mrs. Bates. that Hitchcock had to film that over and over and over again because he wanted the lens flare to go with the swinging light and the scream all at the same time. Which was... It was perfect. It it really does provide an extra level of like creepiness and like like disjointed, like like alarming, like what's going on here? Like... (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, But yeah, good choice. Thanks. That part was really unnerving. It was. The keyword for tonight, unnerving. <laughs> Jacob, your number three favorite horror movie scene of all time. The kitchen scene in Gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good choice. Oh, we man. did decide the Gremlins is a horror movie. Yeah. Because oh, yeah, yeah. mom always made the kids exit the room in that scene. So, you know, I was always, when I finally watched it without, you know, probably a year later when she wasn't around. And it's like, okay, what's this that I didn't get to see? I mean, I was... 
Spry was always scared of me. Like, look, Grimms is Grimms. And look, I don't even think the second half is scary at all. No. It's but more there fun. is like a little 20 minute period. It starts in that kitchen scene yeah. where there is some serious tension going on there in the movie is. because they're hiding in cabinets. There, We see their shadows running on the walls or into yeah. the vents. We also have like the dual scene going on at the school where the other one's unhatched there. You know, the mom's kind of walking around slowly with a knife. Yeah. And before we knew it, like, boom. I don't know if it's one of the gremlins or, or Spike or whoever opens up that cabinet door and grabs her. And then they just start torturing her, you know? Yeah. Uh, that whole sequence all the way up until Billy gets there and chops him up in the tree. Yeah. That's just that's a lot so of cool. fun. Um, and just really, really good tension. Yeah. Uh, and you always have those sounds that they make, too. Like, they're... Yeah, it's it's just the and gremlins, the gremlins really stuff. were pretty creepy. Like they were. Uh, you know, it's so funny when I when I think of the Gremlins in my head, it's like family movie, comedy, Christmas movie, <laughs> but it's really a horror movie. Like I guess it shows kind of how twisted it's, I was when I was a kid. You know, the genre is core. Uh, it's it's horror comedy. Yeah, which is yeah, you know we we laugh and we don't see very often. Yeah, yeah you go. we don't see it very often, but that's certainly one that always stands out. Um, ah. I was going to say something, but I forgot. But eh, anyway. Phoebe Cates is hot. Phoebe Cates is hot. Great score. Oh, that's what it was. You know, we always talk about practical effects. Yeah. And for this movie, it came out, what, 1984, I think? Yep. Something like that. 84, 84. And I'm pretty sure it was Jim Henson. I, I don't know. I'm not pretty sure because he probably didn't do movies like that. I, who knows? It did look you like Jim Henson, would think it would be though. Jim Henson. But I think those creatures hold up pretty they well. They do. For... 30 years ago. They, they really do. do. We all saw it in there, the there are, there are some places theaters. that are bad, like say where it's like the stop motion when they're walking down the street. Yeah, but I mean, overall, that's why I feel like they're very Jim Henson-y because they do still hold up all these years later. But it's yeah. so much more effective uh, using the practical effects. I feel like if that movie were made today and it was uh, CGI, it wouldn't have the same effect. It just doesn't work. No, it, it really doesn't. doesn't. And yet, people will refuse to do practical effects. It makes no sense to me. I love it. I love the whole creative process when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. I mean, I love computers, but not when it comes to movies. Didn't <laughs> uh, Spielberg produce that one, too? He produced it, yeah. Good choice. Thanks. Good choice. My number three favorite horror movie scene of all time is Samara crawling out of the TV in yeah. the ring. Oh, snap. Yep, yeah. our yeah, first crossover. <laughs> uh, like I said earlier, that, that scared the... Living poops, the poo poo out of me. The poops, uh, so I, I don't really have much more to add. I would say, you know, you mentioned the video itself being really creepy, and I agree, I consider that one one other one I considered, but it was just like like that. But when they open up that closet door, and that that girl is in the closet, and that freaky face oh, that it has, face. uh, like just that, oh, was, that, that was, got me too. That got me, uh, but yeah, I don't have much more to add, just Samara. Crown TV is such a good choice, and I'm glad I'm not the only one who picked it. <laughs> you're glad you're not the only one that shit himself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this and my number one are the two most scared I've ever been in a movie theater. Really? Uh, yeah. So, Rachel, your number two favorite horror movie scene of all time. A Nightmare on Elm Street, which, yes, we've discussed several times in this podcast. We, but- re- we reviewed Nightmare on Elm Street. It's available out there some. Some, yeah, somewhere. Some 50 back. It's worth a listen. 30 um, but Glenn's death, Johnny Depp's death in the original Nightmare on Elm Street was like the... This is one of... I didn't one. watch a lot of horror movies growing up. because I did. We just weren't... Yeah, we know. <laughs> um, but my family just wasn't into them. Lame. So 
Um, <laughs> so A Nightmare on Elm Street was one of the first horror movies that I saw. And that scene is disturbing and disgusting and amazing because I was like, how did they so do that? The yeah. Incredibly <laughs> over the top. But it's fine. It's a movie about dreams. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Um, well, actually, yeah, I had no problem with that. I actually think that was one of the more standout scenes in that I movie. I thought it was so good. And while being horrified and shocked, I was also like, how in the world did they do that? So talk about the scene because it has been since last year since i okay. saw it if i remember correctly he sucked to the ceiling right well no he's actually well sort of Go ahead. he's sorry. actually um johnny depp's character is laying in bed he falls asleep obviously and nancy is trying to calm to wake him up he's got headphones and on he's got headphones it. on his parents are having none of nancy calling so they do not wake him up and he gets sucked into his body gets sucked into his bed kind of like pulled in and then blood just gushes out of the bed onto the ceiling runs down the walls right that's right um and then the the police show up and it's there's so much blood it's like dripping through the floor yes. and uh, didn't they film that upside down it's in that's a, how they got the effect yeah right? it's it was in a room that they built that they could turn upside down oh and what happened they didn't plan on things going the way they did and because of all the liquid from the blood that actually the people that were hanging on to the room to keep it steady actually fell because it was too heavy and so that's why it kind of drips to the side oh cool um which they actually thought ended up being a cool effect but like some people got hurt because they couldn't hold the room in place hey they got the shot man. they got the shot and it's an incredible (laughs) shot but if you watch it that's why everything starts kind of going to the side all the blood starts moving to the side is because the people let go of the room because it was too heavy all right, cool. Um, but I, out of, of course, Freddy's my favorite, and there's a lot of great Freddy scenes. But Glenn's death, I just remember being really shocked. Also, it'll get brought up from Brandon later, I'm sure, but uh, Tina and the body bag. Well, yeah, that, you already said you weren't going to mention it, but yeah, I mean, that, for your honorable mentions, probably. Yeah, well, well yeah, if, if, if I were to include Nightmare on Elm Street Psycho and The Shining... Tina and the body. Glenn's death is great, but I think Tina and the body bag. It's a real disturbing uh, as well. Is, is my favorite. When when Nancy's falling asleep in class and her best friend Tina who just got killed shows up in the body bag and starts saying her name, Nancy, Nancy. And then not only is she in the body bag talking to her, but then she gets dragged by no one. Hall, by no like one. Like with her and feet just, up, like someone's oh, dragging so her, but there's no one there. I yeah. remember you pointing that out when we reviewed that. Yeah. Very super creepy. Those are the two best scenes the in, yes. in the Nightmare on Elm Street. Such a good scene. I thought the scene with her in the bathtub was pretty cool too, but yes. that is a good scene. Just yeah. a cool shot, really. Yeah, the yeah. shot is really, really cool. Yeah. Well, and it's freaky too. Talk, you know, talked about how the shower scene in Psycho could affect you while you're taking a shower, while when you're taking a bath. Maybe it's a thing with Freddy's. just being really vulnerable because you're naked. Yeah. Well, and like and like his weapon seems is to so happen freaky. a lot in horror movies. And it going <laughs> and it's going towards her vajayjay, which is like you know for a woman, like I'm sure really scary. Like if those were going towards my my, my your penis, ball I would I'd be pretty pretty horrified more so than if it was like going to my arm or something. <laughs> Jacob, you're number two favorite. That's, that would have happened in a. Nightmare on Elm Street 2. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Your number two favorite horror movie scene of all time? Uh, it is... Da-na. It's Josh. it's swimming in the water. I, fi- I knew Josh. Josh. I thought yep. Josh would be your number one, actually. I did, too. Uh, nah, my number one's too good to not talk about. But uh, it's swimming in the water in Jaws because 
to this day, that movie has a, a, I won't get in water that I can't see my feet. Really? No. I, wow. I, I mean, I sometimes will because statistically, you know, there's thousands of people out there, but I am always, always uncomfortable. Uh, even, even if it's a lake, but, really? uh, because of that opening scene in Jaws where homegirl Chrissy gets, uh, yeah. Gets jerked all over the place. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. It's, you know, and how they did it, there were a bunch of scuba divers underneath there. just And they didn't know what... They were just improvising. Oh, and, really? Yeah. And, that's cool. Uh, that's why she was all... That's or why she was kind of half gurgling water in that scene because... <laughs> they really were jerking Because they really around. were kind of overdoing it a little bit, but... Um, that makes you, it even better then. What's your name again? Chrissy. Where are we going? Swimming. Drunk? Slow down! Wait, I'm coming! I'm coming! I'm definitely coming! Whoa! Hold up! I can swim! Just can't walk or dress myself. <laughs> Come on in the water. <laughs> yeah, I think between you had the classic poster you know, of Jaws and then yeah. you link it with that scene. Those are just two, I think, pretty iconic things about yeah. this movie in particular. Oh my gosh. But it I just wanted... sets it just sets the uh, sets the tone for the movie. Yeah. You know? No, that's a great choice and I respect that, but I just got distracted because uh while we're while we're doing our reviews, Jacob will usually pull up uh a movie while somebody's talking about their movie on on the big Apple T V has. And I just noticed the the star review he gave for Nightmare on Elm Street on IMDb. He gave it a freaking four out of he ten. Hated it. I want to punch Jacob in the face right now. <laughs> Jaws gets Jaws a ten, gets in, which is obviously. fine. That's, that's I mean that's yeah that's a given. That's like your number one movie of all time. <laughs> Isn't Jaws your number one? Like Gundy? Jaws oh, is no, my no. Uh, besides Star Wars. Jaws is my number two B- behind uh, Empire, Empire. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. I love Jaws. And it's yeah. that's. That's how you write great dialogue and combine it with great action. Yeah. I love Jaws. Good choice. Good choice. Which is kind of ironic since I'm not scared to get in the water, but right. don't feel comfortable with it. <laughs> uh, well, you have a an iconic classic as your number two. <laughs> uh, so does Rachel. My number two favorite horror movie scene of all time comes from the cult classic Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Never heard of it. I know, I know what scene you're talking about because it's the only scene that you ever yes. talk about. It's the only scene. It's the whole reason. Honestly, I'm not lying. It's the whole reason that this movie is a cult classic is because of this scene. Now, have you seen Sleepaway Camp, Rachel? No. Oh, you've got to see Sleepaway. It's a must. Okay, this movie has a 6.2 on IMDb. It's hilarious because if it wasn't for this one scene... 
I bet you it would have like a 3.2 and not a 6.2. But the last scene, I mean, it is literally the last image of the movie. You watch an hour and a half of a movie and it's like campy. Horror. It's basically a Friday the 13th knockoff. Friday the 13th is set at, at a camp and there's this, you know, serial killer on the loose killing campers and killing counselors. Well, killing counselors, not campers. Basically the same thing with Sleepaway Camp. It's a knockoff and it's not very well done. But the last 10 minutes, the big reveal, which I don't even want to tell you what it is. I will not tell you what it is because you haven't seen it. But the last, once you start to realize what's going on and what's happening and what the entire movie was leading towards and the final image that you leave, it leaves you with, the image is burned in my brain for my entire life. I saw this when I was probably 12 years old. And it never left my – I could tell you exactly what it looked like. I saw it in the movie theater with Misty because the Tulsa Indie Theater last year had a midnight showing of it. Movie was packed. And I told Misty when this scene happens, it is going to F you up. And I swear when this scene happened, the entire theater, like audible gas, Misty's jaw dropped and looked at me, looked back at the screen, looked back at me, looked at the screen. It is just disturbing to mess up, and that's all I'll say. Hmm. I just realized when you said burned in my brain that uh-huh. I left a movie I probably should have put on my list, but I guess I'll discuss it in honorable mention. Because the phrase, like, I there are certain images from that. movies that you will never forget. Yeah. And that's how this is, how Sleepaway Camp is for me. It's one that I promoted quite a bit last year. Hmm. We'll get to it. Okay. Rachel. Aren't you curious what happens at the end of sleep? No, I think that I know. You and Caleb discussed it so much that I'm pretty sure that I know what it is, but I don't want to say it in case somebody else listening doesn't know what it is. Well, we've but spoiled I'll, so much stuff, yeah, and I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, I was just not spoiling it for you. Oh, okay. Is it a, I, won't, I won't give you any sort of reaction. Oh, you can just tell me. Is it a dick? It's like a dick reveal, right? Yes. Okay. That's it what is. I thought that it was. It's, this girl who's like your main character, all this sweet it's a, little girl. It's a Finkel Einhorn situation. It's a, it ends up being a dude <laughs> at the end. I know all there is to Yeah, yeah. You find out that it's a dude, and you thought she was the victim this whole time, and she ends up not being the victim. And the look on her face, along with the dick reveal, is hor- <laughs> it's horrifying. Horrifying. Rachel, horrible. Your number one favorite horror movie scene of all time. The Shining. <laughs> uh, but unlike, there's a lot of great iconic scenes in The Shining. Um, uh, you, I'm, you, I'm glad you're bringing you it up because it. I'm not going to bring it up because I haven't seen it enough to talk about it. Right. And, and Brandon's, Brandon's exit off. Yeah. So it could be Here's Johnny. It could be The Twins. It could be The, the Bathroom. It could be The Bear scene. Like, there's so many things oh, that it... the Bear scene. It's so oh. weird. It, it seriously could be about a dozen different it scenes. It could. But the one I'm going to go it with... It could be Red Rum. It could be Red Rum. Um, my, it could be him talking to the bartender. <laughs> It could, it could be. You want to keep going? It could, it could be a be the lot maze. of things. It could be the maze. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or when they chop up his arm with the axe. Uh, yeah. Yep. It could be that. None of these things are accurate yet. It could be when the black dude explains what the shining is. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. Any, so what, so what any, it, it could be room 237. 
Oh, hugging the, the old lady? The, yeah, yeah the hugging lady. the old oh, lady. Yeah, That's gross, probably what it is. Gross. No. It could be the blood coming out of the elevators. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of a minute ago. Um, yeah. So, see so many scenes, though. Yeah. However, it is. Oh, it could be all work and no play makes Johnny a dull boy. Jack yeah. makes Jack, Jack, a, dull Jack, Jack a dull boy. Um, <laughs> it's not that either. <laughs> okay, I'll let you say it. Uh, it is the scene where... Jack Torrance is slowly walking up the stairs, talking yes. to his wife. Yes. I don't want to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your fucking brains in. Yes. Right the fuck in. <laughs> it never occurred to you what would happen to my future if I were to fail to live up to my responsibilities? Has it ever occurred to you? Has it? Stay away from me. Why? I just want to go back to my room. Why? <laughs> Well, I'm very confused. I just need a chance to think things over. You've had your whole fucking life to think things over. What good's a few minutes more going to do you now? Stay away from me. Please. Don't hurt me. I'm not going to hurt you. Stay away from me. Wendy. Stay away. Darling. Light of my life. I'm not going to hurt you. You didn't let me finish my sentence. I said, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm just going to bash your brains in. I'm going to bash them right the fuck in. Stay away from me. Don't hurt me. I'm not going to hurt you. Stay away from me. It's so, it's so good and it's so creepy and funny kind of, but just so. It's funny in a diminished way. Yes, it's uh, so messed up. Well, it's all one shot because yeah. we have actually used that clip twice. Uh, Rachel uh, and I both podcasts. love that scene. We're kind and of it's all one scene. shot. So it's really cool how the entire time, Shirley, um, what's her name? Oh, Shelly Duvall. Shelly Duvall, Duvall, not Shirley McLean. It's just slowly walking backwards up the steps, and you mm-hmm. have him slowly walking towards him. Yes, and yeah, he just it's, gets it, more and more irritated, and, and she's not. And all she's doing is like the worst baseball swing <laughs> possible. Yeah, well, because you, you can tell it, that because it's still her husband, so she doesn't want to hurt him. She doesn't know quite like is he gonna kill me or is he just th-? so it's kind of like she's like just kind of trying to keep him at bay because. At this point, because this is like his ultimate, devol- you know, he's finally devolved completely into madness. And that's where you kind of Darling, see it. Light of steam. my life. <laughs> Didn't let me finish. <laughs> uh, and, and he plays it so well. No other actor could have played that. That was like the scene that Jack Nicholson was born to play. I'm on this kick where I think Gary Oldman can do it. But I would, for the most part, agree with you. Yeah. Uh, Gary Oldman's great, but but that scene—I mean, like he was just his eyebrows. He's so maniacal. Per- his eyebrows were perfect for that. It, 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 they yeah, cast they his are. Eyebrows. They didn't cast Jack Nicholson. His <laughs> eyebrows and his mouth and his smile. You have to play that scene half psychotic, half comedy, and they have to both be kind of convincing, but more psycho. Like they you have probably to be- cast modern day Nick Nolte in it. Not Nick, not Nick Nolte, not like, Nick Nolte, the, the, the other blonde dude who's in the Lethal Weapon movies. Gary Busey. Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you that I used to get Gary Busey and Nick Nolte mixed up all the time, too? That is Nuh-uh. so funny. They're like the same person to me. That's hilarious. And neither of them would have played this as well as Jack Nicholson. <laughs> uh, but that is a great, great scene. I'm glad, since I couldn't talk about it, that you did. Thank you. <laughs> that was a great scene. I love that He's scene. He's so scary in it. 
funny but scary. And who hasn't wanted to say that to their girlfriend or wife before? I mean, he's just saying what we're all thinking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. I'm just kidding. Maybe my ex. Uh, <laughs> Jacob, your number one favorite horror movie scene of all time. Oh, man. It's got to be The Silence of the Lambs. I th- okay. I thought Silence of the Lambs. Yes. Well, okay. I was 11 years old when that movie came out. And that entire movie, I spent just running behind my dad's chair. Uh, just back and forth, just doing sprints, <laughs> because that's how I watched the movies back then when I got scared. I would just sprint behind couches. <laughs> and I just found out that my nephew does it, too. So, really? Yeah, it must be a gene thing. I don't know. Uh, oh, I, my dad would be sitting like right in a chair, and I would be hiding behind so, his so, head. So a pussy gene runs through your family? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a bunch of six foot four. Like, I'm going to tell my my father you said that. <laughs> Uh, I did the same thing with Alien, with Predator, all those. I was scared to death when I, when I watched that stuff. That's awesome. But it's a scene where so um, uh, where Jodie Foster goes to his house. Yeah. Because, uh, look, there's several things, se- several disturbing scenes in Silence of the oh, Lambs yeah. as well. Yeah. The killing of the police officers. And oh. then they're being strung up on the cages. The Obviously, the, the women who are being peeled back and whatever. Yeah. But for me, it's when basket. she shows up. On or yeah, on skin. yeah, but the, yeah, but for me, it's when she shows up on his doorstep on accident. Yes, and he answers the door, and they have that great editing sequence where the police are actually going to a house. Yes, and I mean, I hope this isn't spoiling too much, but and then it shows her like walking up to a house, and and instead of him answering that door, he answers this door, and I that mean, was so well done. And it's just like <clears throat> it's so oh, well done, man. Uh, yes. And then, and then the tension, you know, because obviously he knows who he is, but he's not quite sure if she knows who he is. And she at first doesn't know who he is. And like the whole, like he's going to get a card. He's trying to find a card for her, or somebody's number. He's trying to find what the, the, yeah, he's number. trying to, he, they, they briefly talk about uh, his ex-girlfriend. Was she the big old fat person? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's <laughs> a good Buffalo Bill. <laughs> oh, my friends and I are like, wait, wait, was she that big old fat person? <laughs> <laughs> We've been laughing about that for years. <laughs> and then he goes inside to get a card for her. <laughs> That's right. Are you close to catching somebody, you think? Yes. We may be. Did you take over this place after Mrs. Littman died? Is that right? Yeah, I bought this house uh, two years ago. Did she leave any records, any business records, tax forms, list of employees? No, nothing like that at all. Hey, does the FBI learn something? The police around here don't seem to have the first clue. I mean, have you got like a description, fingerprints, anything like that? And then she sees the butterfly. Yes. And he That's just it. kind of starts laughing. He drops all those cards in his hand and just like does that body flop to this out the, out the, you know, downstairs basically. Yeah. 
and boom, lights go off. And yeah, that's what makes it I so mean, creepy. When you have his hand reaching out to touch her uh, face within inches and she doesn't know he's there. Yeah. That was insane. Yeah. Just And it was filmed in like kind of like a night out. vision type of look. Right. Right. Oh, so that that's a great it's actually on my honorable mentions. That exact uh, scene is so on my honorable Buffalo mentions. Buffalo Bill, they're two of the best villains of all time in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Hannibal Lecter gets all the praise and, and what everybody remembers for a good mm-hmm. reason. He's incredible. But Buffalo Bill is is an insanely good uh, villain as well, played by Ted Levine. Is that what you're looking for? Yes, thank yeah. you. I was, yeah. I, I, we needed to shout out his name. Yeah. He, you know, he plays cops in a lot of movies. He does. He was in Heat. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He yeah. Must, he's rocking a giant mustache. Yeah, and he's uh, a but, pretty decent actor. It, maybe that's the only way he can not get typecast if he just grows facial hair because if I ever see that man without any facial hair, I'm gonna run for the I'm gonna run for the hills, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be like, wait, wait, come back. <laughs> let, let me show you my dick tuck. <laughs> And there's the intro for the show. (laughs) (laughs) That is a great choice as your number one. Uh, We should have we should have thought of that. Uh, My number one (laughs) favorite horror movie scene, non Psycho, Shining, or Nightmare on Elm Street uh, division is. The most scared I've ever been in a movie theater is kind of a toss-up between uh, Samara walking out of the TV screen, but ultimately... Can I guess? Yes. Is it maybe um, The Blair Witch? Very well done. You remember me talking about this. Yes. It is The Blair Witch Project. You know, this movie is now kind of made fun of because, you know, found footage has become a genre unto itself and... You know, with the girl, you know, with the snot running down her nose and the tent scene and all that. <laughs> and then and once, Scary Movie got a hold of that. Yeah. yeah, Scary Movie got a hold. So it's kind of, but but you have to remember when this movie first came out, this was kind of like the dawn of internet marketing. This was like the first heavily internet, basically the first grassroots internet marketing movie. And so the the buzz and all the rumors at the time was this was real found footage. And of course it was the first one. So we didn't know it. Going into it, so I saw opening night, actually midnight opening night, packed theater, and not knowing whether this is real or not real, or is this based on a true story, and this is kind of like some found footage and some of it not. So this whole build up the entire time, it was creepy, it was suspenseful, it was intense, but we never saw the witch. After all the talk, you know, she'd leave her marks, and there was all these intense sounds and scenes, but when they go to the house, yeah, at the end of the movie... Not knowing what's happening, but you know that they're going into this house. It's all leading up to this point. It was the first, the the first and last time I've ever seen a movie where I actually put my hands in front of my eyes and was afraid to look and was like looking. Oh, I did that in Brokeback Mountain. (laughs) 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 Not me. I was like zip. <laughs> but, uh, but with Blair Witch Project, <laughs> but with Blair Witch Project, I was literally looking through my fingers uh, at the screen, not knowing because you didn't know what you were going to see, you didn't know what was going to happen. It was all this anticipation, and was this real, and what was going to happen? And then you go down, and it's so dark and grimy, and you're you're kind of just. 
discombobulated. Well, you keep hearing the screams. Yes, and you hear the screams. Yes. Thank you. And then I, I remember this because it, we, we used this clip here a while back. Yeah. And so I had to watch it over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> and, but you hear her screaming rain down the stairs. Yes. And then they get downstairs, and then you hear her screaming upstairs. Yes. And it's like, what is going on? You don't know what's going and on. And then, you know, you get the, the ultimate, like, you know, Boom, and then camera drops yes. and hits the ground. And right before that, you see uh, and the, the other screams character is standing getting louder. in the corner. Yes. The screams are getting louder, and then you see the dude standing in the corner, which the whole mythology of the Blair Witch was she made you go stand in the corner before she killed you or whatever. Where is he? Where are you? Come on, Josh. I'm getting downstairs. Come on! I hear him downstairs! Come on! Josh! Josh! Josh, is that you down there? So you see this back to the corner, you know, this, and then uh, you're just discombobulated. You don't know what's going on. It's yeah. all freaky. Well, and I honestly, so I thought scared. a lot of the movie was kind of a slow burn up to that point. For sure. And you know, I that I saw that movie in the theaters because a friend of mine, you know, loved horror and talked me into going. And that was one that never really rattled me. But I do remember that I finally was pretty agitated at that last scene. Yeah, and agitated scene. like in an entertaining way, right? Yeah, not like for in an sure. annoyed way. Um, because if I am going to bring up being agitated in the Blair Witch, then this is the movie we have to thank for all these stupid found footage movies. Oh, yeah. yeah, it is for sure. And it, it's, <laughs> but this one, was but it was the, the pioneer. first, and it was the it pioneer. Was the first. So it was a different. It was it was really groundbreaking. Yeah, it was just the unknown. What's going on? What are we going to see? They they built it up so well and all kind of but yeah sixty Jacob pulled it up it was a sixty thousand dollar budget and it made over one hundred and forty million dollars just in, at the U S box US. office that's insane yeah yeah nuts uh, so that is my number one the house scene the end scene of the Blair Witch Project <laughs> speaking of watching clips over and over and over again right mm-hmm. so because I I had to bring this up so last week we did our top five. Oh, actors that portray comic book characters. Mm-hmm. And who would have thought looking for Linda Carter uh-huh. would have been so difficult? There are thousands of clips of her out there doing her spin and turning right. into Wonder Woman. But not talking. But there are two of her um, talking. Really? I watched an hour of Linda Carter clips. <laughs> Did you really? Oh, You're my welcome. gosh, man. You're welcome. I feel like I could have watched like all the seasons. That's hilarious. <laughs> and they all consisted of her twirling. <laughs> yeah, she did. She did do that a lot. Did you see any of her like her lasso? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. awesome. How yeah. about her invisible plane? Uh, what? No. She has an invisible plane. You didn't see that one? No, I didn't. Yeah. yeah. It's anyway. a really cost-effective way of doing things. Yeah. <laughs> it's invisible. Sorry, that, was, that was random. Let's move on to our honorable mentions. Uh, our honorable mentions. Rachel, what were some of the ones we didn't talk about that you'd like to bring um, up? Well, I did have Blair Witch Project as an honorable mention, nice. but the only one that I think, I only had one that nobody mentioned. Oh, I have two. 
um, Night of the Living Dead. They're coming for you, Barbara. Uh, iconic scene. Yes, that's uh, been played in a lot of other horror movies. Actually, really creepy, too. Like, yeah. still very creepy. Yeah. Um, and then it's pretty generic, but the ending of Friday the 13th. It's on my list as well. I, I it I jumped. It legit and even like the second and third time I watched it because it takes so much time. Like you know, like when exactly is he doing it? Right. It, it's a really it's a great jump scare. Yeah, I didn't jump because I'm not a vagina. But <laughs> I did think Have you seen Friday the thirteenth? No. Oh, okay. I'm gonna watch come that. On. Oh come that's on. yeah, that is ridiculous. Those are the only ones I had left that hadn't got mentioned by either one of you. I'm glad you brought up the Friday the 13th one. It needed That's, to be said. It's it, Friday it the 13th. Oh, and the, and the Night of Living Dead. Those are two iconic scenes. They, they for are. sure needed to be brought up. And that's the first time we actually see Jason in the Friday the 13th series. Yeah, this is true. Jacob, your, num- or your honorable mentions. Uh, E.T. in the cornfield. <laughs> 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 no, no, I won't put that on there. But Bammy, get, mom getting shot. But no. <laughs> um, Jacob's into those real hardcore <laughs> horror movies. <laughs> Uh, the one that I thought of that I promoted last year was Bone Tomahawk. Oh, oh yeah. Good call. Yes. I'm surprised that wasn't mentioned. So I won't completely spoil this one because it's, it's yes. available out there right now on iTunes, I believe, still. It might even be ready for streaming. It should be. Uh, boy, there's one of the most brutal deaths I've ever I'm seen. I'm glad you brought that. I totally movie. forgot about that. I mean, it starts with a man getting scalped and shoved in his mouth, and then it goes from there. And then it gets worse than and that. And then it gets worse <laughs> than that. So... Uh, man, I this isn't even scary, but I wrote it down, and I just had to bring up Large Marge and Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, but, I know exactly what you're talking about, though. That's pretty horrifying. I do have the Shining down, but we talked about every possibility of the scene there. We did. Um, signs, the claw under the door. That is a great yeah, scene. Yeah, that is a good call. I had my hand on my girlfriend's leg at the t- and that scene came up. Nice, and dude. I squeezed her leg so yeah, hard that she hit the floor because I jumped. So <laughs> oh, no, are you serious? Because I, I jumped. Um, <laughs> uh, so thank goodness the next scene was when they had the foil hats on because oh, we, yeah, we were laughing really so hard. Yeah, uh, I felt really bad. Um, yeah, I actually, in, in Sixth Sense, uh, <laughs> yes. where the girls in the tent. Yeah, oh, that um, was super creepy. That was super creepy. Yep. Because uh, she's thrown up Great out of her choice. mouth. And so. Great choice. Uh, one other one I want to bring up. I, I mean, it's kind of go. Well, Raiders of the Lost Ark has a lot of really supernatural parts in it. It's You could either say Miriam in the tomb, again, with all these corpses. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Where they're with all the snakes. Yeah, the snakes is the freakiest part to me. Yeah, that's as that's as freaky as the corpses, yeah. really. Um, yeah. And then, of course, the end, the end where all the spirits come yeah. out and. And yeah. a guy's face melts off, and another guy's face explodes, and another yeah. guy's face implodes. Yeah. It's uh, pretty nasty stuff. Yeah, it is. Um, but, man, what a great movie. We should we should talk about that movie sometime, <laughs> right, Brandon? <laughs> yeah, um, uh, I, I did on the overrated movies list. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one more that I want, maybe you all can help me talk a little bit about, because I've only seen it once, but I thought Cape Fear was worth mentioning. Yeah, I um, love Cape Fear. Especially where he chews off, he bites off the girl's cheek. Oh, yeah, it's super creepy. Um, Robert De Niro's who Rob- we're talking about. Oh, I'm talking about the 1994 version, not, yeah, like not the, the original one. Yeah, with Robert Mitchum. Yes, I hadn't yeah. seen that one. So this is Robert Downey Jr. playing just the, No, Robert uh, De Niro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> Robert De Niro. a completely different movie. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, he was menacing and, and all that and came down to the wire in a very long movie. 
directed by Scorsese. Scorsese. It was, and I love Cape Fear. And the uh, for me, probably the the come out, come out wherever you are scene. It's one of my favorite scenes. Or even when he's just being stripped down, and you see all his tattoos, and you kind of just see how sick and deprived he is. Just like getting to know his character. Yeah. Oh shoot. Really... With with what's her name? And she's sucking on his fingers. Oh, Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's messed up. Well, because she's she's a kid. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's is really that's probably the most disturbing part of the whole movie is kind of this. You know, it's a horror movie, and and he's a killer, but this whole pedophile thing that's going on between him and Julianne Moore uh, is is really, really disturbing. Yep. You know, I wrote down Psycho, and I know we just talked about Psycho, and, you know, we we kept Psycho off our list, but I I see that. I didn't. I see that in the future, you know, with more lists, just because it's just resonating really well. Good. Oh, nice. So So sitting well with you. kind of weird that it's on honorable mention when we were this whole thing's about psycho right but still, i mentioned that shower scene was awesome to watch oh yeah multiple times yeah. to watch the editing on it how it was how it was done yeah they spend like it's a long scene they spend, oh it is uh, it is uh you know three and a half minutes yes um of both her in the shower her getting killed and really the cleanup the cleanup yeah takes which, forever which i love but it kind of showed I love that because it was kind of a meticulous type of thing, but I loved watching that. Clean yeah, up. very cool. And it kind of also makes it a little bit more disturbing that you're watching him clean it up. Yep. Yeah, and you know, I t- I, I did keep Alien off my list, but but that chest burst scene is so cool. It is so cool. When, when we decided we were going to do this, I thought it would be your number one. I but mean, it, it, it very easily could be. Yeah. I mean, it probably would be, but yeah. I, I just think the practical effects behind it, the blood everywhere. The the surprise. It's one. Yeah. Of, it's an iconic scene in movie history. Yeah. I think. Oh, it is. And that little alien just like going, just yeah. bolting out. Yeah. And it's like, wait, shouldn't we have grabbed it? <laughs> that would be an opportune time. <laughs> you know, you really should watch the thing. Uh, I probably should. Just because you like I've alien heard so too much. many good things about it, and I think I could probably get past some of the scary parts in that with the appreciation of the sci-fi part of it. Yes. You know, I've seen some clips of that character. I know yeah. someone's chest opens up and yeah. and little things like that. So I probably should. You, you just you talking about the alien scene? I'm like, man, he's really gonna watch the thing. Okay, it's it's really really good. And, and again, it's got it's, a good cast, right? Yeah, like oh, yeah, it. Kurt Russell's in it. Wilford Brimley. Yeah, Wilford Brimley. Yeah. It's it's a really really good movie. Wilford Brimley's like a short version actually, of my father. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that actually almost was an honorable mention for me. The part when they're down in the, I think it, they're in a, some sort of cellar. And the thing where the dogs go crazy, we'll yes. just say when the dogs go crazy. Yes. Yeah, that's um, that's a great scene. Uh, for me, mentioning it, it made well. my honorable mentions, but it's when they're testing the blood. Yes. That's Yes, that's a me, fantastic scene as well. To me, that's the standout scene of the thing. That's an honorable mention for me. I'm glad that Psycho is sitting so well with you, Jacob already i just really have been liking hitchcock movies and awesome i just i like thrillers and yeah. this guy's right up my alley and i'm yeah. just kind of just been a bull for not yeah for not watching his yeah. movies rear window that's what you got to watch next yep. so right. good all right uh the three i left off my list just because i talk about them all the time shining uh pretty much the whole that, movie but that was already there actually what sorry. was i'm sorry that i actually have it on my watch oh list. see there you go good sorry, See, it's got yeah. an 8.1 on IMDb, I mean, it's pretty good. It's, it's legit. Um, Sorry, man. Shining, 
Nightmare on Elm Street, Psycho. I just loved all those. I've already talked about those. Scream, the opening scene, was really close to making my list. And we also talked about the jump scare on Friday the 13th, the first kill from Suspiria, and testing blood and the thing. Uh, the clown scene and Poltergeist. Uh, I also had signs down, but the creepiest part to me was actually when they watched that video yes! where the alien yes! walks by. Oh, that was just, awesome. Oh, that was so creepy. It was such a good, like... All of a sudden, jump scare. It looked good. Yeah, it looked really good, That too. movie was so anticlimactic, but the build-up to it oh, was, it was great. great. Yeah, it was. You know, I that I give him a pass so much on that movie for so many things. Yeah. I think overall it was a great movie. But I love that last five minutes sure was disappointing. It was disappointing. Just what kills them is what's disappointing. Yes. I also have Seven Silence of the Lambs on here as well. Great. A, f- a few that weren't mentioned... Great. Uh, Frailty, which is a movie I've talked about maybe once or twice with uh, Matthew McConaughey and Bill Paxton. I saw that on a list. I think I've seen that movie. It's a really good movie. A father basically believes that he's getting signs from God that he needs to kill demons. And uh, the scene I love is when he finds an axe. That's all I'll say. That's what I remember. He finds an axe, and it's kind of his first sign from God. But it's also your first sign as a viewer, like, oh, my gosh, this Dude is really freaking messed up. <laughs> so I love that. Jacob's Ladder, which is a probably an early 90s movie with Tim Robbins. Um, you mean Rockstar Ladder? Say what? Rockstar's Ladder? Yeah, I remember Rockstar. that. Uh, He's calling mind. himself a rock star. Uh, His name's Jacob. Jacob, Jacob. Yeah, you need to watch Jacob's Ladder. It's, it's got your name in it. You know, whenever I went to Blockbuster when I was a kid, I always saw that movie in the horror section. Uh-huh. And because uh, remember when you were kids and you would go look at all oh, the different all the you know movie co- cover posters. Oh yeah, all we the always time. went to the horror film. We like yeah. how gross yeah. that one is. Yeah. And there was always Jacob's Ladder, and I was like, well, maybe you should watch that. But then I was like, well, I don't like horror. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you're like kind of like making fun of your own voice. Like, <laughs> you, like you don't that's like usually the voice people make to make fun of other people. Oh, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> well, I mean, it could be like, yeah, I'm not going to watch that at all. <laughs> anyway. It's really good though, and there's these creepy, creepy images. Basically, uh, he's got PTSD coming back from the war, and he's seeing creatures, basically, and these creatures move in this weird, twitchy way, and it's absolutely creepy. And then Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the dinner scene where the grandpa comes in and tries to bash Uh in her head with a hammer, but he's too weak and frail to pick (laughs) it up, so he keeps kind of like picking it up and trying to hit her it's so it's, messed up it's very messed up uh also have seven uh the only other ones uh i want to bring up let the right one in which is a swedish vampire movie i must mention that the uh pool scene at the end how mm-hmm. she kills the bullies is so kind of like cool and artistic then carrie the very last scene of That's carrie classic. and i can't talk about that because i've never seen it but, oh, yeah. I, but you I know saw, what it is oh gosh yeah okay where the hand comes out of the grave yeah yeah, it's awesome, and um, it's a great. Were you thinking about pig's blood? I'm pig's blood. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Uh, yeah, the pig's blood also is iconic. The most iconic scene from that is the pig's blood. That's totally what I was talking about. Don't listen to the other thing I just said. You said that I was like, well, hmm. <laughs> and then the last one, uh, Halloween, is one of my all-time favorite awesome. horror movies. I'm glad you're bringing it up because I wrote it down because I was hoping something. Weird. I can't. I just don't remember it. it. I love Halloween. It's it's a top four favorite horror movie for me of all time and there's so many good moments in it probably my favorite though if i had to choose one was the whole end of the movie where uh, jamie lee curtis is in the closet 
and he's walking around the room, finds, and, and he kind of comes and attacks her, and then she kind of turns the tables on him, and he kind of falls down, and she's sitting there and telling the girls, or telling the two kids, like, go get help, call the police or whatever, and then they run off, and that creepy-ass music is playing, and then you see him tilt up, like he was laying down, you kind of think he's done, <laughs> yeah. and then he tilts up, uh, or anytime he just tilts his head when he's looking at a victim, Halloween has a lot of really good creepy moments. Well, speaking of uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, <clears throat> we were talking off air, I didn't know that uh, Janet Lee of Psycho is Jamie Lee Curtis's mom yeah. of Halloween. The two probably most iconic screen queens of all time. Pretty cool. Yeah. So, like, you don't want to talk about Critters or Leprechaun or <laughs> anything like that? Puppet Master. <laughs> yeah. Child's Play. Ghoulies. You know, Child's Play did have some pretty cool actually, stuff. Actually, I really like Child's Play. I really like Child's Play, <laughs> Child's Play is actually really cool. I actually really like Child's Play, to be honest. Uh, no, that's, that's all I got. I could go on and on. I love so many horror movies. This was a fun list. I liked it. What are some of your favorite horror movie scenes? Be sure to tell us in the comments on our Facebook page or on our SoundCloud page. Thank you so much for listening to Pulp Fiction. Oh, wait. Was she a great big fat person? Yeah, she was a big girl, sir.